new bike tires. We'll have to stop and get gas. some gas. Also, we have to stop and get some gas. Go to an SO if you could. Yeah, SO. Because then, if I do one more fill up, up to $40, I get some PC points. Yeah. Everything is about points. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Those are actually useful, too, because right? you, you switch them in for groceries, right? For some. Absolutely. Yeah. So yes, I need new bike tires. I just looked. I've put 10,182 kilometers on them. So. Jeez. Two years. So. What? A little, little under two years. So. Oh uh, my goodness. I guess I probably need new tires. Um, oh. I thought it was. I thought they were a year old. I didn't think they were two years old. Because they tend to. My tires tend to last about two years. So. That'll be the third it set of tires I've gone through. No, if it's good or not, it just is. Uh, the other day, the delivery guy from <laughs> Amazon or, well, everything. Because what happens here is usually, unless it's, I think, FedEx, stuff just gets picked up by a local courier company and they deliver it. And the guy, John and I were riding by and the guy said, oh, you guys training for the Tour de France? And I laughed and he said, I see you out all the time, all over the city. Yeah, that's what I do. So, so apparently I'm noticeable. <clears throat> so yes, we need. I need some tires. So hopefully they have some in stock. Because a lot of times they don't. It's been a couple of times and it's like, uh, they don't have my tires. But mm -hmm. hopefully today they will. announcement please fives be quiet at ten is speaking <laughs> that's that's from 30 rock oh. actor announcement fives shut up <laughs> a ten is speaking oh, oh. on the camera yeah oh, 30 rock. it's jenna, on 30 rock. jenna so what's what's your big announcement as well all right i know uh, what it is but you know for tension on the podcast okay so During the pandemic, I started uh, experimenting with green screen and I made a video called Ex Interieur. So, Exterior, Interior, Interior, which means we're inside, we're outside, yeah. I'm inside, they're outside, whatever, and my, my history, my personal history. Right. Um, and in my work, there's always something a little bit architectural or domestic. There's always some sort of kind of idea of inside, outside, home, right. uh, neighborhoods, these kinds of things. Yep. So um, I made this video and I wasn't sure what to do with it yet, but the main idea was to eventually get it into an installation. So I made this first grant application with also, I had split it in two grants with Project Chalmers and I did that and got turned down in Feb last February and I just reapplied 
and then this August. See where this is going. So I got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I had like already made a kind of a cube structure for this culture days um, in case I wasn't gonna get this grant so I could make right. videos of this cube and use it in my support material sure. for my for the third next application. Try. Yes, exactly. And I thought after my third try, if that doesn't work, I will have spent two years, two and a half years on this. Nothing has, would have happened and I would have kind of not let go, but maybe changed how uh, I, I would have done it. You sure. know? I would have found another way, another grant or something. But this media arts grant, uh, I'm really, really, really happy that I got it because there's a French component of that grant where only French artists can apply to it. Mm -hmm. And I had applied to that one and got turned down. This one I applied in French, but for the English one, and I got in. So I don't know what that says, but I, I know that my grant was better. Well, like my grant application clearly. was better because it was clearer and it hit all the nice spots. So I'm glad that I got this. So because for a while, I was like, my grants had ran out and I was like, you know, when, when this happens, it's sort of, you feel a little bit in limbo. Yeah, you know? for sure, right? And it, it kind of plays on your mental state a little bit. Yeah. No doubt, no doubt. So, well, and this good news is a great good news, but it's also making me like, really like I gotta make this work well know? yeah now you have and to do it I, that's right that's all I'm thinking about in my head you know sure what am I gonna do how yeah. am I gonna do it but the hard part's Who's done who's gonna help me the, with this you got what? the money the hard I'm part's gonna done get, yeah I know I know the work itself <sighs> isn't as hard right in some respects I mean it's yeah it's good work and it's fun work like, right it's really awesome all right all right, boy, that uh, was 47 liters. The tank holds 48. There was a liter of gas in the tank. <laughs> it's crazy. All right, I'll buy some tires. Yep. I'll buy some tires, and the tires I buy are as expensive as fucking car tires, <laughs> which is really annoying. But I guess I get a use out of it. Oh yeah. See the next it's move. Important yes. For you. Yeah. So. But yes, this is great that you got the, the thing. That's that's wonderful. I and mean, that's you should be very proud of yourself. Uh, it's uh It's great. To me, it's something I've been working on for a while and it opens up new abilities and been working with video um, more and more and um, it's just a little bit easier and more portable in a way I mean it means <clears throat> having space on hard drives that kind of thing sure um, 
but the, for the length of movies I make, I, I make like two minutes. Yeah, they're short three things, minutes. Right? Yeah. Four minutes. Yeah, you're not making feature you know. films. <laughs> no, no, it's it's sort of images, yeah. and I take care of the rest, uh, the details. But just right now, uh, I found a spot where to show my videos onto a cube that I've built and um, I spent uh, the summer figuring out which pipe fittings would fit dowels yeah. and building a cube that I can uh, assemble and deassemble easily. Right. Um, it was you know, it took a lot of little trips to Home Depot, and it's kind of tricky. Yeah, I bet. Um, but I, I, I made it, and I think I can use this sort of system I developed, sort of, um, to make bigger shapes if I can figure out what to do with the dowels and how to um, lengthen them and solidify them. Okay. That's so, neat. Well, that's I, way to go. I, I want to make like things with materials that are bio biodegradable. Sure. You can just gotcha. Degrade with time. Yeah. Just biodegrade. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Not end up burning all my paintings in the backyard. You know. <laughs> Haven't had a good art burning in quite a while. Yeah. Of course. Uh, then again hard to have a fire. No, I, I make mostly drawings onto paper. Oh, are we going to the bike show? Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'll have to... Sorry. I guess I'll just go this way because I want to get back to uh, Black Road. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that'll so, do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, it's this is $9,871 all for me. That's funny that they which I've that it's $9,871. No, no, I, I did that. Oh. I did that. Okay. It's but, a $10,000 grant. Oh, I see. Uh, <laughs> well, what'd you leave the other uh, $129? I calculated everything right. very well. I, well, they, they obviously thought so too. That everything was kind of had a purpose and yeah. it, it, it would be maximized. That's great. And I have money for the rent, money for me, money for the pro the project. Right. And I have a festival to show it at and it's all... It's all coming together. I, and I'm planning on having some of Mr. McDonald's students come and help if they want to. Never need. I would like that. I would like to have some sort of sure. uh, do the artist skills program again with another student and uh, see if they like it. Come to my space and it's near the Bush Plain Museum, That's so it's in the area and. Yep. It's just very exciting. I like that. Like I like I like these students a lot. 
next door, Casey Burgess, often has children, sure. uh, teenagers on the spectrum, and they like seeing my studio. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's cool. They like the, the space a lot. projects on the go with um, um, some collaborators, um, two painters, one from North Bay, one from Sudbury, and uh, we've got a project um, that we're writing, and it, I think it'll be good, um, and it'll be for next year as well. Right. And I have another project with Spark Network that I'm going to be writing an Ontario Trillium Foundation grant. Right. So, well, lots of projects on the go. Projects are really nice when you're working with other people. Sure. And it makes you feel less on your own. Well, yeah. And yeah, sense. it's yeah. really good to well, build exciting. a community, have a community of like-minded folks who understand what it means. And this all all came from you wanting to get have art in our bathroom when we got it redone in 2011. Oh yeah, that's amazing. Well, it was a little bit more than that. Yes, I know, but a lot of it yes. was that, right? I mean, that's yeah, a lot of it was relaxing, having art, rekindling with my father in a way, because sure. I lost my father and he was really into art, but he became uh, more like a construction guy and building homes and houses and, um, and was all over the place with that. I'm very similar to him uh, in many ways. So it was a way for me to become closer to drawing. I had never studied drawing officially anywhere. I was doing it on my own. Yeah. Um, and I was okay. Like I had some sort of natural talent. And yeah. I just kind of That's for sure. figured out how to basically kind of curate the little bits of talents I have to Ooh, curating little bits of talent is a good title okay don't you think yeah of course no it's it's cool that you know not you, you might think that it oh it took so long for me to find my thing or whatever but on the other hand a lot of people never find their thing you know what I mean? Like they just go through life doing their, doing whatever it is they do, which isn't bad or anything, but they don't find like a passion thing they can do, you know? And you found that and that's really cool. Because
because a lot of people never find that. I wonder, I wonder, like, what that is. You know, like, sure. does it... Outside the classroom, go do some shit. And like, you've been able to combine what you're doing as a career with something you love, which is not a lot of people get to do that, right? No, I know, and I know how privileged I am. Eh, it's not just to be able no, to do that. It's not just that. You also. I don't know if I'm. I'm kind of gambling my years as a as an elderly person. I don't think I've made the good work yet. No, 
Okay. It will come. Okay. I, I believe it's it's in the future. Great. It's the bike store. <laughs> yes, I got my tires. It only took about four minutes, five minutes in the store. I never know where stuff is. These are the same kind of tires I have on my bike now, except these have, well, the same tires I have now. Yeah, Panracer Gravel Kings, same tires I, I, I drive now, I ride now. But these ones are tan colored, which is really effing cool. I don't care. The, with a woman in the shop, she said, so what color is your bike? And I said, black. And she said, oh, that's going to look sharp. <laughs> so, I re I'll I, uh, this store, it's called Velarushin, which I think there's a bike shop named Velarushin in every town, uh, if you look, because um, it's a great name. So now we can go grocery shopping. Anyway, the, the thing about that shop is that they sell really high-end shit, like 
my tires, for example, like I said, they cost the same as car tires. They're just, they're expensive. Uh, there's, there's, there are bikes in there that cost more than cars. And I mean like five figures prices, you know? So I, I literally mean cost more than a car. But they never upsell you in that store, ever. Like I've never had that happen. Um, and there have been a couple of times when I said, I want this, they go, you don't need that. <laughs> you don't need something that expensive. Like that's really cool. Yes. And I think they know, well, what they're basically, I don't know if it's a, I don't think it's done to be like, well, then they'll trust. Like, I don't think it's Machiavellian at all. I just think they're just honest people in that shop. And I like it that way. And sometimes things are, it's funny. You don't think of this because anything that you can buy, like you could, I could buy parts, like I can buy tires, a Canadian tire that would cost $30. Yeah. And they're garbage. Yeah. And they don't grip the road and they don't perform well. So it's it's a big thing to me uh, that but I think what ends up happening is a lot of times when you see it, especially because most of us had bikes as kids, and we never thought of them when you were a kid. You never thought of it as some sort of it wasn't a hobby so much. It was a right. thing you had. Right. So when you think about a bike, you think about oh, I get a flat tire. My dad fixes my flat, <laughs> and then I'm off on to the races again, or something bad happens and my dad again gets out his wrenches and fixes them. Yeah. But it was never, like bike shops were never in the cards when you were a kid, right? Like you just didn't get your bike in a bike shop. You got it at a Canadian Tire or Wilco or, um, when you're older, you might have gone to a bike shop. Whereas something like this, like, so you, sometimes you feel a little weird because it's like, there are bicycles they cost as much as buying two tires at Canadian Tire. Easily. I could have yes. gone, gone and bought a shitty mountain bike, which I have from Canadian Tire that cost the same as those two tires 15, 18, 20 years ago. Um, so sometimes I, there's part of me, it's like, oh, that feels weird. I shouldn't spend that money. And then you realize, well, yeah, it's for your safety. And also, this isn't just, hey, want to ride bikes, Jimmy? <laughs> like it's, so anyway, I don't know what, what I'm trying to say here. It's just that it, it used to feel weird, I'll say that. It used to feel weird going to the shop and spending money. over Spending over like 50 bucks on anything for my bike used to feel weird. And now it's like, my pedals cost 110. You know, it's like, it's not a big deal. It doesn't bother me because this is something that I get a lot of excitement and fun out of. Yeah. Literally right around here where I am right now. Uh, it's very fast here. It's very fast here. Uh, but it's not just that, it's also, it also, I mean, for, for much of the year, until the snow comes, it's how I get around town. Like, it's, yeah. it's how I go to work. Yeah. So, anyway, not, it sounds like I'm trying to justify spending all this money on a couple no. tires, and I'm not. That's not what I'm doing. I'm saying this is how I think, and it doesn't yeah. bother me anymore. This is how I used to think and think, I can't believe I'm spending all this money on a bike, but... Yeah. But if you came to me and said, Dave, we need new tires for the car, I wouldn't go, well, I don't know, we should keep driving these on these bald yes. ones. <laughs> be like, because yesterday I'm riding along and I get a flat right near the house. So I get home and I take my rear tire off and I take the tube out 
replace it, put the tire back on, and then I look at the tire, it's like, oh, there's a big chunk of rubber missing. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I think I need new ones. It's neat that you can do a lot of those I can do, changes. I can do about 80% of the maintenance on, on a bicycle now. Yeah. About 85% of the maintenance you have to do. Yeah. There's stuff I can't do yet. But it's great because one of the companies that makes tools, makes bicycle repair tools, Park Tool. Yeah. And it's the same tools that like the guy in the, the, the mechanics in the shop use Park Tools. They're, they're the, they are the tools. And, but Park Tool has a series of YouTube videos yeah. with, this, with this bike mechanic who doesn't like being on camera. Um, but he shows you what tools to get and all this stuff. And it's very clear what he does. So it's very helpful because I can buy tools. Like I have a whole toolbox full of stuff. And it's easy to repair things if I have a step-by-step -step video guide. Yeah. Right? It's like, do this, now do that, now do this. Oh, gee, that was easier than I thought. Yeah. You know, it's like replacing things in my brakes or I have to adjust my gears. Nice. Uh, so I'm going to have to learn how to do that. But, but I've got all the tools that I need and that park tool guy will be right there with me <laughs> on YouTube. Very cool. Yeah, it's nice. The important thing is I got my tires and that's, I never, because you never know if they're going to have stuff in, in stock. Yeah. Because um, I, the first time I bought replacement tires, it took two and a half weeks for them to order them. Whereas these, they just had them. I, she said, what are you on now? And I said, I said, I'm on Panaracer Gravel Kings. And she said, we have them right here. Nice. Yeah. And these, these have, these have a little tiny bit of a tread like mine used to. Uh, but yes. And I'll keep the front one because the front one's yeah. still okay, but I'll, I'll put it somewhere. Right. Yeah. And I use folding tires. Not rigid tires. Yeah. And they weigh about 400 grams. Nice. See, the next step is to go tubeless, eh? Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I ever want to. I'm going to take a picture of my tire to use it as the help. Um, I usually don't want. I don't want. Tubeless seems to me to be. You lose a lot of. You lose some weight. You have a tube. But the problem is. <laughs> It seems complicated. Mm -hmm. you, have to, you have to put the tire, you know, set it, but then you pump it up directly, but then you have to put some kind of compound in there that seals leaks. Oh, wow. And I don't want to do that. That sounds like a real mess. Yeah. I said that to her in the shop, and she, she says, like, don't worry, you'll do it eventually. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. Oh, I'm aware that I'm going to do it eventually. <laughs> I just don't want to do it yet. <laughs> like what I said a few years ago, I'm never going to be one of those bike guys. <laughs> I guess I'm one of those bike guys. So, bike nerds, yeah, that's I, what Brittany said last well, time. Yeah, I mean, that's, well, it's, there's even an official, like, people say, you know, you, there's, there's terms like, uh, uh, oh, MILF is one of them. But, you know, like, like short forms, so one for someone like me is mammal. Yeah. Middle-aged man in lycra. Oh! <laughs> Which is pretty great. That's neat. Yeah, it's funny. Yes. That's really great. Yeah, anyway, yes, yeah, so that's done. Well, that gives me a project this afternoon. I can change my tires. Yeah. Now that I'm done ripping Hogan's Heroes DVDs. 
Oh yeah, that's very serious business. It's... It, 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 I don't know if it's serious, but I do now have the entire series of Hogan's Heroes on my <laughs> Plex server and I can watch it whenever I want. <laughs> I know nothing! Nothing! It was a really funny TV show. Like, it was a really funny show. It wasn't just a stupid comedy. It was funny. You couldn't put it on the air today because... When it was on, there was living memory of the war and people could go, oh, I know it wasn't like this, but this is funny. If you put it on now, people go, well, that's historically inaccurate. You're gonna be like, and people would probably try to learn their history from Hogan's Heroes, which would be a mistake. Yeah. Steve and I, when we started our Bob Black Sheet podcast yesterday, and Steve cautioned everyone to, 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 to try, try to learn history from TV shows or infographics or memes. <laughs> try learning it from, you know, historians. But yeah, we started that yesterday too, and that was a lot of fun. We uh, we're gonna do one of those every one of those a month, three Rockfords a month, and one blah blah black sheep. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, and after that, maybe we'll do the Rat Patrol. I don't know. <laughs> I bought the complete series of the Rat Patrol and ripped it too. And we we Isabel, I got Isabel to watch season one of the Bear. Oh yeah. What a TV yeah. show, eh? Yeah. <laughs> it's unreal. The end is is amazing. The end of season one's well, incredible. The, the episode before the end is is, is hard. Uh, Wait, remember I said to you it's the it's, only TV show I watch where I think, you know, I can kinda of go for a cigarette. <laughs> Even Mad Men doesn't make me want to smoke, but the bear is like I want a cigarette. The actors are just so It's so natural. Believable. It exactly. really they seem it seems like I'm watching real people. Like, it's yeah. so well done. I've said this before. It's the best thing I've seen on TV since Mad Men. It's, it's so good. And you have a whole other season you haven't seen yet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, uh... See, so the next season, they take all that money, and it's them setting up the rest. It's all about them setting up the new restaurant, and it's so good. The yeah. Richie guy. <laughs> Richie. Gets stabbed in the butt. <laughs> and he walks it off. That's the thing. And when it, the Somali guy fixes it, I have done this many times the Battle of Commodity yes. Is that Black Hawk Down? Yeah, it's Black Hawk Down. There's <laughs> <laughs> all these characters. Ibrahim's the best. He just walks by, like, there's the two really high end chefs tasting things, and he walks by and tastes and goes, oh, it's very good. Like, like they're really looking for his opinion. Yeah, it's very funny. It's it, at times it's funny, at times it's incredibly deadly serious. It's always intense. Yeah. It's a great show. It's a great it's show. It's really good. It's a great show. All right. Highly recommend. Yeah, yeah. Check out that if you haven't seen it. Uh, okay. Well, I'll go shop. I don't know what I you're think gonna do. I'm just going to know. hang out. Maybe I'll go to the studio and hang out at the studio and wait for you there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let me do. Grab that. I need this. I've got all these phones with me. I can leave the tires there. Obviously, I don't need to bring those with me. Okay, see you in a bit. See you in a bit. All right. Yeah, that'll be fun. Putting tires on the bike's actually kind of strangely fun now. Even though I almost always cut the shit out of my hands when I do it.
Away so you can go. I know you have to get your studio for one, so yeah, but we have lots of time, right? We're good, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're good. I bought all of the groceries. Yeah. As you can see in the back. Oh. I think I got all of them. <laughs> I noticed it took you a little bit longer than usual. Yeah, that's again because of John and his fucking obscure product things on the shopping list. And eventually I've got to go, nope, that's enough. I can't find that. It doesn't exist. I don't know where it is. This is what happens, buddy, when you buy a truck that's too big. Who's beeping? I'm not beeping. Oh, I know it wasn't you. That's why I said, who's beeping? All right, how are we doing this? For fuck's sakes. Maybe you buy a bigger fucking truck. Jesus Christ, I can't believe people. 
know, a lot of the problems is because people buy stupid big trucks they don't need. I, I, there should be a tax on stupid big trucks. <laughs> no, I'm not. You think I'm kidding? I'm not kidding. We gotta stop buying dumb, big, giant vehicles we don't need. When I say we, I mean the humans. We're pretty good. I sent you some uh, dance party music. Oh, great! Files. Those are my favorite. <laughs> For what? To what end? <laughs> it could be a bonus song at the end, uh, so people don't have to listen to it if they don't want to. Well, I've already—that—that'd be for next week. I've already got it all set. Well, no, I'd have to do th import things. I guess I could. Yeah, that's true. I could. Where did you send an email? I'd have to do. It's no big deal. It's okay, Dave. Uh, what? What? Uh, where'd you get that stuff from? I just made them. Oh, there's there's things you made. Never mind. Oh no, if you made them, they're definitely I'm using them. That's different. That's different. I thought you were suddenly into EDM or something. No, no. But if, I made them. No, if you made it, then it's in. That's but, that's a gimme. No, no, that's in. We're doing that. No problem, for sure, 100%. Love but it. But even if it was like files I sent you that you didn't like the music. Oh, I'd use that anyway. It's our podcast. Yeah, I'd use that anyway. So sure. you pick music too. You'd have to put it in, yeah. right? Like yeah. you've made the music choices for so long. Totally. Yeah, I'm happy to do it. You were playing on GarageBand while you were sitting here, or what? Yes. Awesome. I love it. Okay, I'm definitely doing that. <laughs> How easy is it? Like, you haven't used it on a desktop in a long time, have you? Yeah, I have used it, but this is, like, in my phone. Yeah. What's it like using it on the phone? Like, That's what I'm trying to ask. It's just silly. It's, it's like, set up like some sort of... DJ kind of thing and you just kind of click on loops yeah and sure they set up the loops for you inside like a grid and you just select the loops you mean like how we did the theme song to the part uh, you did the theme song to I this? curated a lot of that like on on the computer it's different okay you have to go and select listen through a whole bunch of loops and then you select the ones you like right. and you have to mix them. This is kind of a little bit more like pre-mixed for you. Right. It's it's the really, really, really dumbed down kind of way of So you're saying that you, you didn't expect my brother to be doing this on his phone for work anytime soon. <laughs> okay. Only if he wants to mock it or you know, illustrate in his class like why this is bad. <laughs> yeah, th that would be the only if he wants to illustrate why it's bad. That's excellent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My sister-in-law made this. It's garbage. Listen. <laughs> yes. Yes. My sister-in-law made this while waiting for my brother to finish the groceries. <laughs> On her phone. <laughs> then she said she found the way that she send it the send the file to to my brother and he received it in his iPhone and then 
they put it in their podcast, which is about grocery shopping. <laughs> and, and people have already fallen asleep at this point, so. <laughs> yeah, we are better than melatonin. <laughs> We're Davisonin. <laughs> Michelle brought a Tony. <laughs> The problem is you can't use Michaud because Michaud's already the name of a thaw that happens every year. The Michaud thaw? <laughs> yes. Yes. And my name is perfect for it because it it's is. half hot. Yeah, half hot. Michaud yes. means colloquially half hot or lukewarm. Well, it, it, it's, it's really Michel. It comes from Michel and Mich, which, which is related to bread. Oh, okay. You're related to bread, I'm related to bread. Bread deck means bread baker. Means Swiss German. And probably other versions of German, but I don't speak other any versions of German, so I don't really know. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, it was kinda a little busy in the store. Not yeah. bad, wasn't bad. There was one guy walking around who the whole time had his phone listening to music turned all the way up for all of us to hear. Yes, he was sharing the what wealth. Is, no, I don't want to hear his music. Curated music. It's bad enough when I have to hear little ads where Galen Weston says things. <laughs> which is where I audibly, every time it happens, say, I say, fuck off Galen Weston, every time it happens. I even said, I've got a couple laughs from people who work in the store when they hear me say that. Because <laughs> I'm sure they're thinking it too, they just don't say it out loud. <laughs> well, I'm a customer, fuck you Galen Weston. But, uh, as I've just spent a zillion dollars in his store. But yeah, it's, uh, that was weird, I've never seen that. It's the kind of thing, it was like uh, Star Trek IV The Voyage Home, when the guy's playing the music on the bus and Spock gives him a nerve pinch. Oh, um, I want to uh, say sh a shout out to uh, Michael Musial. Michael Musial. Is that okay to I say? I think it's fine. Okay, you tell the story. Well, he just he sent me a message and he said that he had uh, he was a a ladder gave way just as he was getting off the peak of a roof, which is bad. And he hurt himself, and he's I think he's probably still in the hospital. No, he, is that them? he said he's out. Oh, good. Way home. Oh, good. Yeah. But yeah, he uh, he said as he was falling, he thought this is really gonna hurt. Which, if you have enough time to think something when you're falling, you fell a little distance. That's mm. poor Michael. Yeah, poor guy. So, get well soon. Get well soon. We hope you. We, we wish you to get well soon. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, he doesn't have a full he leg has cast. All kinds of injuries. He's been saving people's lives for years. Yes. I think maybe now it's time for other people to save his life. Yeah, which saying. they did. Yes, that's true. they reacted super fast. And oh, I'm sure. Got him in Houghton. Houghton? Houghton. Is that where he went? Yeah. I don't sure. know. I don't. I, I mean, we're only sure. up there once, that part of the world. So I don't look at I the map much. I think I saw something like Portage something. There is a Portage something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what the what the something is, but there's a Portage something. <laughs> That's also a good title. Health Center, maybe. Anyway, we wish him quick recovery and. Oh yeah. 
to uh, enjoy this time. Indeed. Try maybe relaxing. making more podcasts, maybe making some music. Maybe, oh, yeah. Yeah, he could maybe make some more music and we yes, can put it in the podcast. He actually plays music. He does. So he does all kinds of things. He could write songs about Copper Harbor. He writes the songs that make the whole world sing. He yes. writes the songs of love and special things. Why do I know the lyrics of Barry Manilow songs? Update websites and do all kinds of things and like keep that. Keep the internet running for an entire community. You know, yes, just little but not, things. Not like from his bed, not from the roof. Yeah, I, I imagine. <laughs> or the roof. My hope. That, I think he would say, he he would say roof. It. I think that's his accent. Yeah. Roof. Yeah. <laughs> See the thing they, they don't say broom. So anyway, um, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> oh look, there's a flood. Because he's they say flood, right? So you know it doesn't really. And apparently we say a boot. So we don't say a boot. We say a boat, <laughs> and it sounds if you don't, if you can't understand, if you're not used to the way we speak and the way we deal with diphthongs in this country. We speak English, and you haven't heard those a lot. It sounds Canadian raising sounds like like out, but it's not anyway. Um, mouse is in the house, but yeah, uh, you know, I have a feeling if he decided he wanted to do something, I, I imagine Chris, his wife, would say, "No, that's not a thing. Um, you're not doing that." Listen to Chris. I think I think he listens to her. Yeah, I hope so. Most of us listen. Most of us with successful yes. marriages listen to our wives. Yes. <laughs> you know, that's just... Because we rarely say anything. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. You never say a word. <laughs> um, this afternoon, I'm going to book a tour, a Métis tour with uh, Katie. Oh, yeah. We're going to go... I think we'll pick the paddle and walking tour. And okay. uh, I think they they take off at, from Whitefish Island. Okay. They go in a big canoe nice. of twelve people. <laughs> so it's gonna be and it's a traditional right. bark canoe gotcha. too. So it's going to be pretty amazing. Nifty. Um, and I saw the opening videos of of the Métis Center, and hopefully I get to see it a little bit. Where's that? Um, it's on John Street. Okay. And I think in a former church near Huron. Right. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll go there for the first time. Never need. So they talk about French Town, so it's going to be really like the great history that they'll have probably all of the primary sources and I would think, yeah. the deeds and Never cool. you know documents that they researched and that's great so I can't wait to see that that's exciting it's going to be awesome that's exciting yeah Never so we're hoping to go towards the end of August let's hope right uh, looking forward to that very, very much. That sounds great. I was in the committee that, uh, the cultural vitality committee that uh, gave, gave them uh, some money. Right, for, that's for true. That, for them 
people that you've awesome. met, right? Like, don't you know some I of these folks? I know Mitch Case. Okay. I have met sure. him a couple of times yeah, when I did uh, a show about with the, that what, that had a Métis sash in it. Well, it was a Saint-Souffleché. Um, and, you know, uh, some people think that the Saint-Souffleché is only the Métis sash, but it's also shared with us French first settlers. So, they wanted, they wanted me to have that conversation uh, with with Mitch, and right. so I did. And uh, he he was happy to to talk to me a little bit about the Métis sash, and um, so you know that was good. And sure. I'm hoping to continue the friendship and cool. the. the Acquaintanceship sure. and it all just sounds really cool. Uh, relationship sure. with the Métis Nation, Sault Ste. Marie. That's neat, though. Related to French a little bit, sure. so we kind of we should kind of have little bits of connections. Totally. That well, sounds great. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we'll pack this in for now, and I have to find these songs. I don't know that Isabel sent me, and I'll add them onto the thing. Just one. You can pick one. One is more Chinese and sort of appropriation. I would stop it. All right.